Welcome to another episode of Exploring Art Podcast, a Florida International University student podcast for the creatively curious. I'm your host, Jasmine, and I'm very pleased to be joined with Alex. Welcome to the Exploring Art Podcast. Um, So today we're going to be taking on the definition of beauty using birds. It's well known that many male species of birds have bright plumage to attract their female counterparts. But is it correct to state that the females only after them for their beauty? All that and more is going to be discussed in this episode of Exploring Art, and I'm just going to hand it over to Alex. So you, um, you may be wondering, what is plumage? Well, plumage is basically the distribution of feathers on a bird. So basically the shape, color, size of the feathers, like all on the birds. And um, basically some birds have this cool ability at birth called neonatal feathers, which are like a neutral color that camouflage with the environment as they, you know, grow older. So as they grow older, they'll match the environment better and it will be less susceptible to predators that are trying to kill them when they're younger. And basically, as they grow up, they'll develop different types of patterns that they'll use to attract males and do different types of like dances to attract males or like not males, but mates and um, many other reasons. Um, And that's something that the females just carry out uh, throughout their life. They kind of just hold on to those neutral colors in order to Um, you know, stay camouflaged when they're nesting and things of that nature. Uh, As for the males, they develop their color um, based off of their diet. A healthy diet is a direct correlation to colorful plumage as well as health and vitality. Um, So pretty sure that's what the females are looking for when they're doing those dances and stuff, uh, showing off their feathers. Uh, But we do have some questions lined up if you wanted to get into those, Alex. Yeah, yeah. Um, Well, before we get into them, like another example, um, that I just recently learned about in my ecology class is basically this bird that's called a ruff. And it kind of looks like a dodo bird, but it's not actually a dodo bird. It just kind of like looks like one. And um, but basically the males and only the males, not the females, but the males have like this um, like white feathers, a bunch of white feathers all around their neck that covers their head. And it kind of looks like a lion's mane, but it's like for a bird and it looks pretty cool. It's kind of like a peacock, but on their neck. And um, Basically, the females choose the males that have the most feathers because they're generally the, hot, the, the healthiest and they want to be able to reproduce and have children that have, or like other bird babies that, um, that are healthy and have a better chance of survival. But yeah, basically we can get into the questions now. Let's see. So first question I have here, is it correct to say that the male plumage is beautiful or that the female birds find the plumage beautiful? Um, well, if you're asking me, I guess my answer would be, yeah, I think, I think it is safe to say that you could say the, the, the plumage is beautiful because I mean, like, like some colors when they're paired together, they're just like inherently pleasing to us. Like they just, they just release like dopamine in our brain and it just makes us happy when we see them. So sometimes some colors like red and orange or like, I don't know, blue and purple or like complementary colors. Mm-hmm. They, they match well and they're, they're pleasing. Some colors don't look that well. Some colors are drawing. But for a bird, it's kind of hard to say because you can't really ask a bird like, hey, is this appealing to you? Or is this beautiful to you? You know, they, they can't really talk with us. They can't really like express what they're thinking. Yeah, I wouldn't say that the female bird finds the plumage beautiful. I think they look um, at the bird more as a, like more as a tool to survive rather than that's gonna look good next to me, you know, as we're like a human would look at that and be like, whoa, those colors are really appealing. Like how you just described, (laughs) 
I wouldn't say that those are thoughts that go through the female's mind um, just because they're looking more for like practical things like yeah trying to trying to maintain a species trying to have like strong healthy protection um so i think that that's more what they're looking for rather than beauty yeah, yeah. it's more about survival they care more about having like a healthy partner and a strong partner to have the best chances at survival yeah, I think that goes into our, our next question, which would be, can birds appreciate beauty? Um, I don't know. I, it's, it's hard to say. Because, you know, it, like I said earlier, like, it's not like we can really ask them. It's mm -hmm. like, it's a hard question. Yeah, it'd be more of an observation. But what can you really say, like, by observing that they're appreciating beauty? You know, it's not something you can sit down and have a conversation. You just have to kind of like, yeah. Observe. Yeah, I agree. Like, you can just kind of see that they, like, you see it, like, they'll pick the birds with the most feathers, like, it happens. We don't know why they do it, but, you know, you, you have these examples of them doing it, and they do it for a reason. We may not be able to figure out the reason, mm -hmm. but, you know, maybe one day. And is it that they're really attracted to the plumage, or are they attracted to what the plumage signifies, which would be good health, good protection, uh, probably a longer life because of that good protection and having strong like vital offspring so yeah. are they really attracted to the plumage itself or are they attracted to what it brings yeah i would probably go with the latter yeah but the, yeah because i mean at the end of the day like who's to say they, they can even see the same colors we're seeing that's true or like there's the same stuff it's kind of a hard thing to measure. Mm -hmm. So it's a real, like, it's like a philosophical question. I don't know. It's, it's not so yes or no. It's, it's pretty gray. Mm -hmm. And then is there human beauty versus bird beauty? Um, is there human beauty versus bird beauty? I don't know. I think humans have like some form of social construct of like what's beautiful, especially what's displayed in media, but that's not exactly something that you can compare to birds, you know? Yeah, I, I feel like since like we're like sentient and like able to communicate with each other and express how we feel, mm -hmm. like we're able to define something as beautiful, whereas birds aren't able to do that. So it's not as easy for them to do that. You, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. So I guess, I guess there is differentiation between what would be considered human beauty and bird beauty, even if we're just going along our definition rather than what the bird thinks is beautiful. But what we would think is beautiful in a bird is not what we would think is beautiful in a person. You know, if you see somebody walking around who's blue and red, you know, you wouldn't think that's attractive. But if you saw a bird that had those colors, you might think that those are nice complementary colors for them to be wearing. Yeah. Yeah, like the... The, the patterns together they're just like sometimes they just look appealing to us like they just have naturally occurring like it just looks pretty it, it's hard to explain it's not really like a, a like you can put a number on it it's like a qualitative thing mm -hmm. <clears throat> are only human beings able to appreciate beauty i go ahead i would say that yes like, I, I feel like we're the only ones that are self-censored enough to put that as, like, a main factor, whereas, like, the rest of the animal kingdom is more, like, just out there trying to, you know, live. 
we're more centered around since we already like solidified that like you know we're not gonna walk out on the street well we could <laughs> it's less likely for like a bird to cross the street like a duck and die rather than us so i think we've evolved to that level where we can be concerned about more minor things such as you know beauty whereas a bird is more just you know out there trying to live its life so i would say that we are probably the only or if not like one of the few that can actually take the time to appreciate beauty yeah well i don't know like like i said it's hard like we can't say for certain like like if birds or not if they um if they can look at something and be like hey i really like that it's kind of hard to sell like we would have to put them in like an mri machine and put them with another bird and have them stated like it would never happen they would fly away by then <laughs> it's kind of hard to measure these things and so I feel like in a sense, they could appreciate it because in a sense, they see the, the intrinsic like value of like, hey, like he has more feathers, he's stronger, or he has this really nice pattern. That means he's healthier and stronger. He has good genes, you know, like I feel like they're able to differentiate that. So in a sense, I feel like they can appreciate it, but not in the same way we do. Exactly. And it, I feel like it also goes off of like how we're defining beauty. Um, like, is it more of like a physical kind of thing? Or, you know, there could be some form of beauty in knowing that that counterpart is going to protect your offspring and is going to protect you. So it, I guess it also goes off of like how we would be defining it. Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. What is it about human beings that gives them this distinction? Um, I don't know. I, I feel like <laughs> I feel like I said this, but I feel like it's our brain. Like, I mean, I, I'm sure birds have like, um, like um, I think it's the medulla, if I'm not wrong. That's the part of the brain that controls like emotion or that might just be fear. I'm not sure. But there, there's a part of the brain that controls emotion and birds could have it. And um. Who's to say that they can't feel like happiness and like all that stuff like we do so but i, I feel like if that's true i mean like it would be that like we're we're more complex like our brains are more advanced and we can have more complex thoughts than birds can that's true and like is there a difference between like beauty and fascination like i know other animals like ferrets for example when they see something shiny or something that they like like they'll take it and they'll hide it because they like it they're fascinated yeah. by it but would you go as far to say as they think it's beautiful you know yeah i, th I think it's more like because you know they, they it's like they have the brains of like a three-year-old they're like oh shiny object <laughs> exactly like, i think it's the same thing with birds you know like people who have birds in captivity they have a bunch of shiny toys and mirrors and stuff for them to look at like are they just like fascinated by things like that yeah i, I think it's just like <laughs> Like, a, like, it's like a baby thing. I don't know how to explain it. It's like, it's like, they're, they're like a little kid. They're like, hey, it's like a, like a toy to them. Like, it's something to do. They're, yeah. they're like ditzy. There's nothing going on. Yeah, I feel like they're pretty ditzy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we're, we're undermining how genius a bird can actually be. I'm sure some of them are like, like parrots. They're able to speak. That's insane when you think yeah, that, that a bird can speak or like copy our language it's kind of cool and is that like comprehension i wouldn't say that it's comprehension i'd say it's more mimicking rather than actually understanding what it is that they're saying yeah yeah 
it, it is more mimicking, but it, it's still pretty cool that they're able to do that. Mm -hmm. We're like able to like recognize the difference in tone and stuff like that. Yeah, so if they can recognize language, can they recognize beauty? Like, I feel like language would be harder than just having a feeling of like beauty, like, wow, that's nice, rather than being able to mimic a whole like sentence. Like, but I don't know. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. I don't think, well, I don't think birds would be able to read. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like they go to school, but. <laughs> but it, it's hard to say i don't know like i feel like in a sense birds could look at something and be like hey this is a nice viewer like this is nice you know like i'm, I'm sure they have like some birds have that mm -hmm. that thing in their brain that that part of their brain where they're able to process that stuff i mean i'm pretty sure that's what they do when constructing like nests like they just grab a bunch of like objects that they think would be nice and like but then again like nice and sustainable it's not just like I feel like beauty comes with like along with the definition of beauty it comes with kind of like uselessness like it has no other purpose rather than just being there and being beautiful but I feel like they think of it as like being something sustainable something that would have like a function rather than just being beautiful yeah and I feel like at the like at the end of the day it kind of boils down to like natural selection so at the end of the day they want to survive and so that that in the jungle or like in in the wild whereas we're more civilized or civil guy can't speak civilized um birds live out like in in the wild so it, it's crazy out there like they, they have to worry about their life more than we have to yeah like i said like a duck crossing the street has a lot more to worry about than one of us crossing the street so are they really like thinking about how beautiful an object is or are they really just out there trying to like live as long as possible. Yeah. I agree. But um, I don't know, do you have any more questions? I think those are all the questions that we had. Okay, well, um, I think we could uh, end it here if you want to. Yeah, go ahead. Sure, let me, uh... what's it called? Okay, so, I want to thank you for joining us today, um, Jasmine. I really appreciate it. This concludes Exploring Art Podcast. Subscribe to Exploring Art Podcast on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you can get your podcast. Thank you for listening. Please join us soon. And remember to stay curious.